0: You're right where God needs you to be. This is something that God has been saying to me for a while now. And it's just been resounding like. And I just want to share this with someone. A particular person who feels left behind. You probably feel like you're not making as much progress as you thought. You probably feel like you're not doing as much as you expected you're not where you're supposed to be based on your life calendar, based on what everyone else seems to be doing. You feel behind. This is for you. You are right where God needs you to be. God is God is a master planner. And I'm just like, we need to learn to trust him at the end of the day. If God is the one leading you through life, if you have entrusted your life to Jesus, then please find rest. If God is the one leading you through this This thing called life, if he is the one holding you through it, then you need to understand that you are right where he needs you to be. That may not be where everyone else is. And that's okay. Just follow the leading of the one who is leading you. Follow the leading of the one who is taking you through life. He will not fail. I've never seen where someone allowed God to take them through this thing called life, where someone wholly gave their life to God and God just left the person to fail. It's not possible. If he brought you this far, I promise you, it's not just so he can bring you this far. There's something along the way. There's something else. There's more. There's more in him. There's more that can be found in God. So if you have entrusted your life to God, then best believe that you are right where he wants you. You're right where he has ordained for you to be. And he is not going to fail with your life. Remember 29.11 of Jeremiah? Remember what it says? That, you know, he knows the plans that he has for us. They are of good and not evil to give us a future and a hope. God wants to give you a future and a hope. You need to constantly remind yourself that God thinks good for you. He thinks good of you. Constantly remember this that you are not disadvantaged in any way. No matter what you know society says, no matter what the norm it may be, allow God walk you through life. Allow him and see how far he'll take you. There is no limit to a life that is completely yielded to the Holy Spirit. I'll say this again: there is no limit to a life that is completely yielded to the Holy Spirit. Give your life to God and see what he makes of it. If he could make beauty out of ashes, then look at what he can make of your life. If he could turn a valley of dry bones into an army, then what is your life that he cannot make beautiful? The Bible says that he makes all things beautiful in its time. Trust the one you have given your life to. Many times, I feel like we tell ourselves, oh, I trust God, I trust God, and we still keep trying to run our own lives. Oh my gosh. Imagine someone is driving a car, right? You've told that person, you're the driver, that person knows the way to where you are going. You don't know the way, you don't even know how to drive that car properly, and you're seated, like, at the passenger seat, and that person is driving a car, and you keep telling the person, no, 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 you didn't turn this way. I just feel like you're supposed to turn this way. Do you know how annoying that is? Just picture yourself in that position. Many times we try to take God's place and try to be God over our own lives, but you're not good at it. So why not leave it for someone who is, and that person is God. Hi, I'm Mura, and this is another episode. And um, but before we get into today's episode, I just want to do a little recap on last week. So last week, we spoke on a topic, who told you? And, you know, I just know that that topic is a blessing. If you haven't listened, please listen. Please listen. Um It was a little longer than I expected. It was a little longer than our normal episodes, you know, but it was, I believe that it's worth it. I believe that it's worth it. Anyway, I gave a little um instruction that we should follow based on, you know things that were said to you that you write down the things that were said to you even though it was you that said it whoever it is that said it and just put them down with um and by the side write down what god has to say in response so write down the things that hurt you that you know kind of in a way shaped your belief system and your identity in a negative way and beside them write down god's response to all of that and cancel out the ones that were said and focus your mind on what god has to say and it's something you're going to keep doing a full uh you know overview of the instruction is on the instagram page if you check the story you'll see it there on our highlights you're just gonna see it there so yeah uh the bonus episode that i spoke about i'm gonna start working on that as soon as possible so let me just give you a little you know let's just do a little housekeeping first so before you before I bring it out I just want to let you know what it would be about so it's going to be pretty long yes and it's not just something you listen to once and you're like oh nice it's going to be a worship episode something that will help you so it's something you might want to download or you know you're going to keep listening to it as much as you can even as you're sleeping it's going to be playing over you it's it's be basically me reading the word (laughs) so um i'm gonna be reading not just the word i won't just start reading from genesis to revelation no i'm just gonna sit down read a couple of verses that will help you know that speak on your identity in christ that speak on how god sees you so many things like that with worship and you know praying speaking in tongues affirmations and not just affirmations but declarations over your life and your destiny so it's going to be really powerful and it's going to be like maybe an hour or so an hour and 30 minutes so probably about that time it's going to be something yeah it's going to be something really beautiful it will be a blessing so it's not just a casual episode that you know you listen to and you're done you're like oh i listened no you're going to have to download that one and probably keep on listening to it as much as you can and just watch how god changes your life by change by changing what you listen to basically so today's episode is healing your orphan heart yes now, this thing called an orphan heart is something that many people do not even know that they have. Notice I did not say orphaned heart. I did not say orphaned heart. I said orphan heart for a reason. Because it is not just what happened to you that we're trying to get you healed from. But it is the state of your heart, the position of your heart that we're trying to get healed today. And I believe that God is going to to heal your heart. Like I said before, God is in the business of healing souls. God is in the business of healing souls. So, what is an orphan heart? An orphan heart is a heart without a home. It's a heart without a place of security, a place of value, love, safety, purpose. That is what an orphan heart is. And many people have that. The person speaking to you has struggled with that as well so now if you're someone who came from a home that there was a particular way they used to treat you chances are you will view life based on how you were treated so many people walk around with orphan hearts and do not even realize it so maybe you are someone who was raised in a home that your father was not your friend at all and when i say he wasn't your friend i mean When daddy comes home, you are running inside. There was no relationship with your father. Or you came from a home where you were constantly verbally abused. You were constantly undermined, constantly underestimated. Your opinions just didn't matter. Whether to your siblings, to your parents, whenever you spoke, it's like no one is listening to you. And you came from such a home. Or you came from a home where you were constantly beaten. Like, (laughs) hmm. Any little mistake they've brought out that they brought out the belt and they are ready. You came from such a home where your parents, the way they um, corrected you, is by beating you. Now there's a very high chance that you start seeing life based on how you were treated. So there are many people who can't see beyond their hurt. Remember I said last week that pain has a way pain has a way of distorting vision you cannot see beyond your pain it's like this is like you're wearing glasses and there's just dirt dirt all over it you cannot see beyond that that is what pain can do pain can distort your vision of you it can distort your vision it can distort your image the way you see yourself will be different the way you see life will be different and there are many people that walk around seeing everything based on how they were treated and it's not your fault because ideally a parent is supposed to be one of the greatest representations of God to a child and if not the greatest in fact on earth your parent should be the greatest representation of God that you have it shouldn't be it shouldn't be anyone else at first like growing up it should be your parent. your parent is that first person you see that is a reflection of what God should look like now If your parent, in one way or another, misrepresented God, there are chances that you will find it difficult to see God for who he really is. So now you cannot see God beyond how you were treated. This is for me too. You know, I've spoken about how I was raised by a single mom and dealing with abandonment from a very important person like a father affected how i would see even god i remember how my relationship with god started and i was like uh who is he (laughs) it was so difficult for me i would make a mistake and i'm like he's going to leave me now you have no idea how many times guilt and condemnation made me run from god because i kept i kept asking questions like why like Why did my father not think? I just felt like if my father didn't think I was worthy enough for me to stay, then why would God think that I'm worthy enough? So it affected me in my relationships. There was a way I just kept seeing things. Because I did not receive that love from a very important figure in my life, right? I started to look for it everywhere. Like, I started to look for counterfeit love with other people. I did not want to be rejected anymore. I did not want to be abandoned anymore. So I had serious abandonment issues. I had an extreme fear of rejection. I made a lot of mistakes. You have no idea how many times I put myself down how destroyed my self-esteem was and people kept doing more things to destroy it because I just didn't want people to leave me. So when I was younger, one of the greatest threats you can give is, oh, if you don't do this, I will not be your friend again and I'm going to leave you and I would really do anything you want. So I became a people pleaser. There were so many things at the time and I did not know how to be loved genuinely. And there are people like that in the world today that have this thing called an orphan heart or an orphan spirit. You just don't know. You you don't have a place of genuine love, security, and value. And you've even heard about, and God loves me. You know the theory about it, but you haven't fully experienced that love of God. Well, I want you to understand that you have been adopted to sonship. When you become a son of God, there is a difference now. The difference is now your heart has found a home. But you need to come to the knowledge that God loves you. I say this all the time. And I'll say this. God does not just love you. He likes you. He likes your company. He likes hearing you talk. He likes it so much. You have no idea. You know it's different for someone to love you and then for someone to like you. He likes you. And you need to understand that God enjoys being around you. He does. So you need to stop going for counterfeit affections. You need to stop going outside of God to look for acceptance and love. There is a void in your heart that only God can fill. And you have tried so hard to fill it with other things. And it has affected how you see yourself. Because now those things are not doing anything. They're not serving you the way you expected. So you keep going, you keep going, hoping that things will change. And God is telling you now, you can come home. How many of us remember the story of the prodigal son? Do you remember the prodigal son? I remember how ah, I grew up listening to this story and how, you know, he wanted his father's. he wanted his own inheritance and he collected inheritance and left and then he came back home after you know messing everything up and many times we focus so much on the prodigal son we don't even realize that there was a prodigal brother the brother who stayed at home carried so much anger in his heart remember how he was like oh when the prodigal son came back home and the father embraced him and the prodigal brother was there was this bitterness in his heart like he was like oh but you didn't give me anything and stuff like that and i remember what the father said to him he said if you had asked me for all of this i would have given it to you there are many people like the prodigal brother here you have a father in god but you still walk around like you don't You have a father in God, but you still don't run to him when you need help. You still don't know how to ask him for things. You still don't know how to trust him for the little or even the big things. Whoever you run to first when you are in trouble is who you trust the most and is who you have called your God. So if what you run to when you are in trouble is your phone, then you know who your God is. If what you run to when you are in trouble is a particular thing, or a particular person, your best friend, that's the first person that comes to your mind, then you know who your God is. You need to learn how to trust God. An orphan heart cannot be healed if you do not open it up for Him. You've spent so many years building up walls in your hearts because of the pain you've gone through. That even God, you find God, you've blocked God out of your life, and He is trying to come in and every time you have a chance to be vulnerable with him those defenses just come up again god wants to heal that god wants to see you open your heart to him and stop acting like a child without a father when you have a wrong view of god you will en- you inevitably have a wrong view of yourself it's the truth You don't see God as a father. That's why you cannot see yourself as his child. You don't see God as a friend. That's why you do not see yourself as someone he can like or he can be close to. When you start seeing God as the father he is, you will know that you are indeed his child. You are his daughter. You are his son. You are loved by him. And Jesus showed us that. Jesus did not walk around the earth living like an orphan. Jesus is, you know, the greatest role model any of us can ever have. He never, remember how God descended, the Bible says that he descended like a dove. So it was a dove that descended on Jesus, remember. So, remember what God said to him. He said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And that dove stayed with Jesus. There's no record that the dove left. That means that presence came and it stayed. And God wants to say this to you. You are my child in whom I am well pleased. But you have to come to the place of trusting him. Trusting that God knows what he is doing with you. You cannot just see God as a colleague anymore you need to learn to be fathered by him you need to learn how to allow god direct your life and be a part of it sometimes we push god to just the guy we talk to 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes in the night and this is what is affecting your devotion you find it difficult to be devoted because it's not from a place of love but religion you find it difficult to stay because you keep doing everything based on what's based on what you think you should do you 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 you're so focused on oh i should pray oh i should fast oh i should study my bible that you spend so much time doing that a relationship isn't even being built and god is telling you that you don't have to stress when you do things from love there's something different that flows out of you when you do these things from a place of love from a place of relationship that is when you truly grow so, God is saying to you now that he wants to heal your orphan heart. He wants to give your heart security, value, love. Those things that you have been deprived of right from when you were little. That you, you struggle so much to even feel loved. You don't even know how to accept love anymore. And God is saying, I want to teach you how to receive my love. Open up your heart. Open up your heart and see what God is saying to you today. Open up your heart and see a father who loves you, who cares for you, who wants to stop you from living life like someone who does not have a parent. I found it so difficult to ask God for things because I wasn't used to it like I don't know how to behave I don't know how to behave around a father figure do you understand I didn't grow up with one so I'm like okay God what do I do I am not used to this whole father-daughter relationship like I'm not used to this whole dynamic what are we gonna do here and I started learning how to ask how to ask God for different things I remember how even the littlest things I would ask him for did he always give me everything I wanted No. Not because he hates me, but because I've learned to trust that God wants the best for me. So if he doesn't give me what I want, it's because that thing is not good for me. You need to trust God to the point that you know that even when he denies you of a thing, it's not because he hates you, but it's for your own well-being allow god to love you allow yourself to be loved you deserve to be loved why do you deserve to be loved because you were born of love the bible says that god is love and we were born of god so you were born of love love is something that is embedded inside of you it is a part of who you are so you cannot keep living your life like someone who does not have a father. You cannot keep living your life like someone who does not have a parent. Who you? The truth is that who you are is what will influence what you do. So you will not be able to live life the way you want to for God if you do not know who you really are in him. You are his beloved child. You are his child. Allow yourself to be a baby. You've been you've been trying so hard to fend for yourself. You spent so many years fending for yourself, building defense systems against hurt and pain that you've blocked yourself now. You're trapped, literally trapped in the walls that you built. You don't know how to come out. You don't know how to be loved. This is for you. Stop trying to be a grown-up. The beautiful thing about God is that with God, you don't need to be a grown-up. You can be a baby. When, when you are with God, God does not see you as, oh, that child, oh, this CEO, oh, this pastor, oh, this student. He sees you as his child, as his baby. Your father wants to carry you. Your father wants to commune with you. Your father wants to love you and he wants to be loved by you. But you have to allow yourself, receive the love of God. And you're asking, okay, now you're telling me receive the love. How do I receive the love? It's very simple you go to him and you tell him God teach me how to be loved by you teach me how to receive your love there are people that walk around this world forgetting forgetting that there is someone there is someone who is constantly rooting for you who wants to see you become all that he has called you to be there is someone who loves you more than you can ever fathom and he's telling you right now that you can trust his love. You can trust God's love. Even if you could not trust the love of your parents, you could not trust the love of your friends, the people around you, you went through something traumatic and it has damaged how you see yourself, how you see God. God is saying to you today, my child, you can trust me. Trust me. The fact that you went through pain does not mean that God does not love you. The fact that you went through hurts does not mean that God does not love you. Even Jesus went through pain. Did he mean that God did not love him? Did he mean that the father didn't care? You think you've suffered. (laughs) The greatest punishment Jesus could ever receive in his life was being separated from the father. And he suffered that for you. For you. All for you this is something that god told me when i used to mope around all the time about you know my daddy issues like oh look at me uh, you know how we sometimes find a sense of uniqueness in our dysfunction right we get so used to dysfunction that we found a sense of uniqueness and like it became my thing i started building an identity around it like oh look at me um you know raised by a single mom i have daddy issues blah blah, blah. and the holy spirit started talking to me like girl why are you talking like this why are you talking like someone who doesn't have a father and I'm like, because I don't. And a part of me started to feel like oh, he doesn't understand. And immediately the Holy Spirit took me to Jesus on the cross. And this is what he says to me. This is what it's like Jesus was saying to me at that point. He's like, you f- you think you have felt hurt. Then picture me on the cross at the moment I needed my father the most. He left me for you. And at that point, I'm like, okay, so you kind of understand what I'm going through. So, okay. But that revelation was what kept me. It made me understand that there is nothing I'm going through that Jesus cannot understand. And that means that I do not have to run away anymore. I do not have to act like, oh, my problems are the biggest in the world anymore. I do not have to create any... I do not have to, you know... Throw pity parties anymore and move around. I can trust that my orphan heart can be healed by God. You have to stop seeing yourself as a forsaken child. What? No! You need to stop that. So this is what would change, this is how you build devotion, this is what will help you do things differently now. Now when you serve in church, you not just serve because, oh mommy and daddy wants you to serve, or because everybody wants me to serve, or because this is it, that is it, they said that we should just do this one. Now when you do things, you do them from a place of love. You do not just work for God, you now live through him, you now live from him. Everything you do flows. Like, there's just this ease. When you allow love to lead, there's ease. There's this ease. Everything you do is just with ease. Now, you do not just go to church for the sake of it. You do it for the sake of love. Everything you do is for love. Now, whenever you stop yourself from doing certain things, whenever you tell yourself, I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to do this, it's not just because, oh, it's part of the commandments that Jesus said, it's because you love him. Remember how Jesus Christ you know, (laughs) reinvented. He kind of refurbished the Ten Commandments. He said, now this is it. Let's just divide them into two. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your strength, all your might, and love your neighbor as yourself. Which means every commandment you will obey, if you're going to be able to stand firm in this kingdom, it starts from a place of love. Love should be your motivation. And that's why you need to open your heart to be loved by God. And to love him. Allow God to love you. Stop living life like someone who does not have a father. Stop living life like someone who does not have a friend in God. There is security in him. There is a place that you can be valued. There is a place that you can be heard. There is a place that you can feel safe. There is a place that you can feel accepted that you don't have to beg anymore, you do not have to beg for love, you don't have to keep running away, this sounds so cliche but there are many people who have lived their entire lives like this, you don't even know how to handle relationships anymore without feeling like one, maybe you're not enough or something is wrong, it even affects how you see, even your relationship with yourself, so what do we do? We open our hearts to be loved by God. And I have told you it's very simple. It's about making up your mind. Change the way you think about yourself. Make up your mind that you receive the love of God because you deserve to be loved by Him. And even if you feel like you don't deserve it, the beautiful thing about God is that His love for you is not about you, it's about who He is. So god will not compromise who he is just because of your mistakes just because of your past so why run if he could accept his prodigal son if he could even love the prodigal brother then who are you that he will not love come back home come back home your father is home daddy is home you've been searching for an identity for so many things and your father is home he's telling you these things are found in me the Bible says in 2 Peter 1 and 3 that he has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of him I really hope that you can open your hearts to be loved by the one who loves you the most I really hope you do not live your life like someone who does not have a father anymore now, we're going to do like what we did last week. I just feel God wants me to keep doing this. A little altar, I'll call it an altar call. You know in your heart that Jesus is not your Lord and your Savior or somehow along the line you fell off. You know, we, the truth is that you cannot have God as a father unless you start a relationship with him. And a relationship comes from a place of this, this year, saying this prayer, accepting Jesus into your life. You can't do life on your own. The reason you are so broken, you are so tired, is because you've tried so many times and God wants to carry you. He says, cast your burdens on me. Let me carry them for you. Let me bear them. Cast all your cares for he cares for you. So if you know in your heart that you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, or you did and somehow along the line, you know, a lot of things happened and you fell off, Can we say this prayer together? Lord Jesus, I thank you for everything you have done for me. I thank you because I know that you died on that cross to see me saved. Today I accept you as my Lord and my personal Savior. I accept you into my life to lead me through. I agree that I cannot do this on my own. I admit that my heart has been broken and I have tried, but I'm not able to do it alone. Please help me. I need you, I love you, and I want to love you more. Thank you, Jesus, for this new life in you. For in Jesus' glorious name I've prayed, amen. Now let's just say a little prayer. Father, I thank you for this person listening today. I thank you because I know that you are a God who can heal souls. A heart needs to know, Daddy, that you love them. A heart needs to know. And Father, today, I thank you because I believe that you can bring healing to our broken hearts. Thank you, Jesus. I commit every broken heart, every wounded soul, every orphan heart into your hands today, Father. And I ask that you do that which only you can do. There is nothing that has been placed in your hands that has ended up falling down or that has ended up failing we entrust our hearts to you today and we ask that you heal these broken hearts that you mend them that you bring your healing to us today thank you father thank you king of glory for in jesus glorious name we've prayed amen thank you so much for listening um, if you said the sinner's prayer please reach out to me at with love underscore we out on instagram so that we can talk and find out you know where we go from here you know you need proper discipleship and everything and yes if you have any questions if you are struggling in any way with your feelings with your heart with your emotions you need someone to talk to please do talk to me I can you know kind of net find a network of believers that would help you because we need each other to help to heal and to grow. So yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I really do hope that you were blessed and yes do tell me, send me suggestions. What would you like me to talk about? You know, I may mean, not talk about it immediately, but yes I will definitely listen to what you have to say. Thank you so much. I love you so much with love. Wura.